you're listening to Living For It, a podcast about daily life, tips and tricks, and life as a photographer. I'm your host, Sarah Johnson, a wedding photographer with a bachelor's degree, an obsession with my Birkenstocks, and a passion for creating something bigger than myself. friends, you're listening to episode three of Living For It. And today we're going to be talking all about unplugged weddings and why they rock. Now, I'm just going to start this by saying I love unplugged weddings, but some of you might not even know what that means. What is an unplugged wedding? Why do you love it so much? And what the heck am I even talking about? (laughs) Some, if not all of those things may be running through your head right now, and that is totally fine because I'm going to be your coffee date for the next 20 minutes to debunk the mystery of unplugged weddings. So let's dive right into this, shall we? So first off, I want to say that unplugged weddings are not mandatory. This is not something that every bride of mine has to abide by, or this isn't a rule that every single wedding from here on out needs to follow. These are just some simple guidelines that are here to help brides and grooms have the best wedding experience that they possibly can. So unplugged weddings are essentially wedding ceremonies that don't allow cell phones of any kind, iPads, tablets, point and shoot cameras, to be present during the ceremony. The trend of unplugged weddings kind of started about five years ago when the photo quality on smartphones became pretty good compared to what they used to be. So naturally, everyone wanted to take photos on their smartphone so they could post on social media about the wedding. Duh, who wouldn't want to do that? That's totally fun. And plus, we're all so excited about the couple getting married. Why wouldn't we want to share the photos of the happy couple like as soon as they happen? Now, all this sounds awesome, right? Let me word it this way. All of that excitement and joy, wanting to take those photos of the happy couple and share them with the world, that's all coming from the greatest intentions and the sweetest hearts. But there's one major downside to all of those cameras and tablets pointed in the air and ready to take that shot of the bride walking down the aisle. And that downside is that it takes away from the experience of the bride and groom. Now, you may think I'm crazy when I say that. Like, what am I talking about? How does that take away from the experience of the couple? I have photographed so many weddings where the poor groom can't even see his bride walking down the aisle because there are so many cell phones in the aisle, leaned over, ready to get his reaction or ready to photograph her. And that absolutely breaks my heart. Let me just rewind and say that this is not supposed to be scolding or targeting or negatively bashing or getting angry with anyone who takes photos at weddings on their cell phones. That is not the case at all. This is just simply educational and 
I just want to share my heart and my experience on this because it breaks my heart to see this happen to the happy couple. Because here's the biggest downfall. So when someone is hanging out in the aisle getting ready to take that photo and then the groom can't even see his bride's expression, then I'm sandwiched in the middle. And as the photographer, I'm stuck trying so hard to not get those phones in the photographs that I'm giving to the couple because at the end of the day, their photos are the most important memory that they will have from their wedding. Why? Because those are memories that were being captured and photographed that they didn't even know were happening. Guys, if we're living in the moment and just picture this with me, I'm going to paint a scene for you, okay? So picture your wedding. Now, Picture walking down the aisle to your hubby-to-be and everything fades away. Everything just falls silent and it feels like you're in a world all of your own. You don't notice anyone around you. You're just smiling and locking eyes with your groom. During this time, I'm in the back running around like a church mouse because I've got my Birkenstocks on so clearly I'm not noisy because those things are like golden but <laughs> I'm running around with my second shooter photographing everything that's happening and you don't even know I'm there doing it. Why? Because that's my job. I'm there to photograph those special moments without you even noticing that I'm doing it. So while you're enjoying this moment with your groom, while you're locked eyes with him walking down the aisle, suddenly you look to your right and all you can see are phones. You look to your left, all you see are phones. And now you're trying to see around those cell phones to get a glimpse of your groom and you can't. And then you notice me because I am trying to stick my neck out in the aisle to avoid all those cell phones as well. And I'm also trying not to block your view because that's the whole point of this. So cell phones just take away from the actual experience of the bride and groom. And once you change that initial experience, there's no way to recreate it. It's gone. This was a once in a lifetime moment and it's not going to happen again. So why would you want to take that risk? Why would you want to take that risk of not being able to lock eyes with your hubby as you're walking down the aisle because there are too many phones in your way? I know I would never want that. So that's reason number one. Now reason number two is a little bit more obvious and reason number two is because Hello, you're not present in the moment. Ugh. I find myself so many times not living in the moment because I'm living behind my camera. And yes, I know that's a trade-off for being a photographer, but a wedding only happens once, and if I'm invited to it, you better believe I'm going to be sitting there watching every single moment <laughs> happening in real time because the present is a gift that we can only unwrap once. So um, you better believe I am going to be living every single second of it. I just want all of you to remember that when I'm talking about unplugged weddings and when I'm talking about not 
having your phones out and not photographing and being present, I just want you to remember that I'm only talking about during the ceremony. Feel free to go wild at the reception. I mean, it's a party. That's what it's all about. So there's no moment of the bride and groom locking eyes with each other or the mother of the bride not being able to see her daughter walking down the aisle because there are too many phones in the way happening at the reception. That is done. That's already happened. The reception is the time to party. So feel free to bust out those phones and capture those memories because, yeah, who doesn't want a selfie with the bride? I mean, obviously. So in the biz, we would call what I just described an unplugged ceremony and a plugged-in reception. You may be wondering about that customized Snapchat filter that you made for your wedding or your wedding hashtag that took you literally a month to figure out because seriously, those things are so hard to come up with. I feel like every time I try to think of one, it's already been taken or I'm just lame. So I guess it's a really good thing that I'm not a professional wedding hashtag thinker upper, if that's even a thing. I probably should have said creator, but we're going to run with that because unedited life is the best life. So that, my friend, would be where the reception comes in. 110%, you should definitely use that awesome Snapchat filter or that wedding hashtag that you came up with. But guests can totally still have the rest of the night to take all of those photos and post them immediately. Plus, it's kind of really fun to see the day through your friends and family's eyes because at the end of the day, I can't be in every single spot at once as much as I would love to. So seeing those little funny quirks that might happen throughout the night from your friends and family are magical and you really don't want to miss out on those either. Reason number three deserves a little bit of an introduction. Raise your hands if you've ever been to a movie and halfway through, just when the good part comes, someone's phone goes off and it's at like max volume. Yeah, pretty sure we've all been there. Pretty sure we've all experienced that. Now, instead of it being at a movie, I want you to think of this happening at your wedding. I'm going to let that marinate for a second because I'm pretty sure that would be the worst. A, it would be extremely embarrassing for the poor soul who thought they silenced their phone, but then suddenly this happens. And they're quickly scrambling in their purse to try to shut that thing off ASAP. Which brings me to B... Now every single person in the church is staring at them, including the bride and groom, and the moment has literally just been killed. Ouch. I don't know anyone who wants to experience that at a wedding or to have that happen to them unintentionally. Okay, so now you're set. Your mind is made up and you can't wait to have an unplugged wedding. It's official. You don't want any cellular devices at your ceremony. So what do you do? What's the next step? How do we make this known? Over the years, I've seen some really creative ways of letting guests know that the bride and groom are choosing to have an unplugged ceremony. One awesome way is to actually get a printout with your wedding invitation as an insert and send it the second that you invite someone to your wedding so they know from the get-go. 
Another great way is to have a professional calligrapher make a gorgeous sign for you and have that right at the entrance of the ceremony, greeting guests the second they walk in. If you've chosen to create a program for your ceremony, another great place to let guests know that the ceremony will be unplugged is to have a little excerpt at the top or bottom of your program, letting them know that the ceremony will be unplugged. And hey, if you're too shy to do any of these options, that's still okay. I've seen a few weddings where the officiant has actually made an announcement before the ceremony has started, letting the guests know to put away their phones, to put away their cameras, and any other devices that would take photos, in honor of the bride and groom's wishes to have an unplugged ceremony. There's really no right or wrong way to go about doing this. And I just want to let everyone know that whichever way you decide, if you do want to have an unplugged ceremony or not, that's your decision entirely, and your vendors will respect you for it. If you're looking to have an unplugged ceremony, but you still want to have a lot of fun at the reception, a great way to get guests involved with actually taking photos at your reception would be getting an interactive photo booth. This way, guests can print their photos and have a little cool takeaway from your wedding. So let's say you're completely sold on having an unplugged wedding, but your mom or your fiance or your fiance's mom is not sold and you're trying to convince them. No worries, I've got you covered. Whoever you hire as your photographer, make sure that you find out how they're actually delivering your wedding photos to you. Because a great thing that I love to do for my clients is give them the simplest way to download their wedding photos ever. I don't believe in giving my couples a USB or a flash drive or a CD. Long gone are those days. And the reason why is because if your aunt who lives in Arizona wants your wedding photos, but you live in New York, you're going to have to mail her your wedding flash drive or your wedding CD and then hope that you get it back in one piece. You never know what can happen in the mail. And you also don't know if your aunt is going to have a hard time downloading those photos or getting a print release to actually get the photos printed, which is ultimately what she wanted in the first place. Which is why I deliver all of my wedding photos and all of my other sessions on a digital gallery. So this gallery is emailable to anyone. You can download all of the photos and save them directly to your computer with the press of a button, which is so easy. And what's even cooler is that there's actually an app. So you can download your wedding photos directly from your phone instead of having to screenshot them and post them on social media that way. So they're high resolution and great quality. This makes photo sharing even easier. So if you're trying to convince your aunt or your mom or your fiance or whoever that an unplugged wedding is right for you and they say that they want a way to share photos easier and social media or sending as a text or sending as an email are the quickest and easiest ways for them to share photos, you can say, don't worry, because I've got a digital online gallery that my wedding photographer is going to send to me that we can download our wedding photos from in a second. And I'm sure that will ease their mind and win them over on your idea of having an unplugged wedding. So if you're listening to this episode the day it was released, 
or you've just discovered it right now and you loved it, I want you to let me know on social media what you thought about an unplugged wedding or if you had one yourself and if you would recommend it to others. Follow me on Instagram at Sarah Ann Johnson, which is S-A-R-A-A-N-N-E Johnson, and let me know. Message me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your experiences. Or if this episode helped to convince you that an unplugged wedding is just what you truly wanted. And if it was just what you needed to hear, then hey, I've done my job. (laughs) Making those stressful wedding planning decisions a little bit easier is what I'm here for. So as usual, thanks so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to hang out with all of you on the next episode. love our little hangout sesh? I know I did. So if you are living for it just as much as I am, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and download every new episode that comes out. As always, thanks for listening. And remember, make sure whatever you do in life, you're living for it.